Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour Drip podcast with me, Logan Lee Miller. Enjoy the show. Oh my gosh, what a week. Happy Friday. I'm so glad to be back in my studio. Okay, last week I traveled to Florida. That was so much fun. I got to visit two of my very, very best friends and I spent a whole week there. I had fun. I enjoyed it. I got to see my um, my girl Maisie, which is their, their dog that they have. Um, I enjoyed it. But there is nothing like coming home to your own bed and your own shower. Like I, <laughs> I love my shower so much and I love that all of my um, products are there, right? And I did check two bags. Thank you Southwest for, you know, giving the two free checked bags because then I'm able to pack like my full size um shampoo, conditioner, all the things. The only problem is um, everything else, like all my extra products aren't there, right? Like my chin completely started to break out. Thank you, airplane air. I Like that's the only thing I can think of. Like it's definitely the air. I always break out when I fly. It's so annoying. It's all over my chin. I have one on my cheek. I, I'm not doing well, okay? I got back on, let's see, Tuesday. I got back on Tuesday. So it's a bit of a shortened week for me. Um, I've been running around like a chicken with my head chopped off. Um, that's such a gross analogy, by the way. Um, but I am in the thick of it. Okay. And I knew February was going to be like this. I knew that it was going to be one thing after the other. Like it's all good and fine and dandy until you're actually in it. Right. And one thing about me is <laughs> I love to over schedule. I love to put things in my calendar. Um, I love to make it work. I love to be on the ball, getting it done, executed, but like all things you can't keep all three balls in the air. Okay. One of them is going to fall. You can only focus on two. Um, and that, that is life. So this week I'm being gentle with myself. I'm trying to unpack, um, you know, get everything back into a working order, getting back into the flow of things. Um, I've added a couple things out of the ordinary to my routine and, um, you know, that is a bit of adjustment to try and accommodate for these new things. And to be honest, I am floundering. Okay. But the only way to grow, the only way to move forward and get better is if you stretch yourself and put yourself in these uncomfortable situations and try and figure it out because it's sink or swim, okay? You're either going to get it together or you're going to drop some balls, have to cut a few things out of your life, and that's okay. Sometimes it's it's for the better. Now, let's stop talking about my problems and let's get into your problems, okay? Let's get into some listener questions that have been submitted. I, you know, this is my favorite thing. Give advice when personally, you know, I'm struggling with some things myself, like organization, right? Or um, scheduling. Okay. The scheduling, she's getting a little tight. She's getting a little crazy. So uh, listener number one, the question, I'm struggling to find my passion. How do you find it when I don't even know what to do with my life? Passion. Oh my gosh, I feel like this is a buzzword that people just love to throw around. P- 
passion. Oh my gosh, it's my passion. He was so passionate. Oh my gosh, like a passionate artist, a passionate like musician. Okay. What about a passionate accountant? You don't, you don't hear that as often, right? Passion is usually linked with something amazing or people view it in a very high regard, right? Like, oh, it's, it's this amazing thing we're all trying to chase after. And I just want to make a point and say, your passion does not have to tie into career or life goals. Because I think that's where we get confused. We are tying passion with success. Um, And I honestly, I think that is not great. Because then we put so much pressure on ourselves to find this passion, to chase after this dream. And it can feel really horrible when you don't feel like you're passionate about your job or you're not passionate about the um, schooling that you're going through or any anything in your life where you feel, oh, that's a bit lacking. I don't have that zest. I don't have that zing. Why does everybody, you know, feel so good about themselves and they have a title, right? Like, oh, my name is... Oh my gosh, I can't even think of anything. Um, my oh my gosh, that's horrible. I can't even think of an example um, at all. Like, I guess if you thought of a famous movie star, and literally none are coming to my head. Like, I can't even fathom any. Halle Berry, Halle, Halle, not Halle Berry, Halle, Haley, whatever. It doesn't, Haley Bieber, let's go with Haley Bieber, um, because I was getting confused between the Little Mermaid and then the girl who was like in the dancing, it doesn't, whatever. My brain is fried, okay, the day was tough, you can see I'm in sweats, I just got done with the class, um, and I have my glasses on, so that's how my day is going. Um, but let's think of Haley Bieber. Hi, my name is Haley Bieber, I have a very successful company called Road, it is my passion, I love peptides and you know I'm making a phone case okay great Haley I love that for you and you can feel like oh like my name is Logan I don't know what I'm doing right um and everybody has these cute little titles that are tied up in a bow but those titles are not passionate or I'm sorry those titles aren't your passion you can have be passionate about the title that you hold or the job that you have but passion to me It's just whatever you show interest in. So with your question, you said, how do I find it when I don't even know what to do with your life? You, your passion doesn't have to be your, your lifeline. It doesn't have to be your end goal. It doesn't have to be your career. Passion can be flowers, right? Like if you're a longtime listener, you know, I love my zinnias and my hummingbirds. Okay. I'm very passionate about growing flowers outside my window and watching the hummingbirds is that professional? No, like I can't put that on my LinkedIn, right? Nobody's going to be hiring me for that. Or um, is it lofty? Like do other people aspire to grow flowers and watch hummingbirds? I mean, sure. I mean, that's my dream, but it doesn't have any sort of like monetary value tied to it, right? Seeds are 98 cents. I sit in the yard without my phone and I watch for the hummingbirds. 
you can be passionate about something that doesn't bring you money. I think right now everyone is so focused on having a side hustle and turning your hobbies into cash. And I think a hobby can just be a hobby. I think what you're passionate about or what even you have interest in, because the interest and just like having awareness around that interest is the beginning stages of having passion. Your passion grows for that thing. Then you're like, oh, like this is actually amazing. I want to continue with it. And it grows and it deepens and you've become more excitable about it. But you don't have to be passionate about your job. And it's also not something that you need to be like putting so much stress on yourself about because your passion can change. Your, um, you know, ideas of fun can change. I'm really passionate about being outside, being gardening. But when I was in college, I didn't have time to be outside, okay? And I wasn't really passionate about it because I was like, oh, like I got to walk through the quad to get to my college class. Um, I have so much studying to do. I'm so stressed out, all this. Like I don't have time to grow flowers and enjoy the hummingbirds, right? Like my passion was you know, hanging out with my friends, which in a way it still is hanging out with my friends and connecting with people. Like that's so much fun, but your passion doesn't have to be this end all be all. It doesn't have to be tied to your career. It can be something that brings you joy and that's it. It's just joyful. It makes you happy. And that in itself is enough. So don't compare yourself to other people and really and truly confidence, you can never tell if it's fake or not. And you can't ever tell if someone's like confidence in their career or confidence about their passion is actually real or fake. So someone might say, oh my gosh, I love my job. I am, you know, a computer analyst and I go out and I take all this data points and amazing things. And they could be like, actually, this is killing me on the inside. Um, It's a, you know, fancy sounding job. And it's really impressive to people when I talk about it. I don't know. This is no slight to anybody. I'm, I'm just making stuff up. Um, but in reality, they want to become a baker. And they're like, my passion is bread. Okay. You can be passionate about your job. You can love it. It, it can be tied to your passion. But don't get caught up in your passion having to be your job. And you can have other passions. You can have multiple passions. You can be multi-passionate. Okay. I love skincare as much as I love looking at the hummingbirds, as much as I, you know, love reading books. That's pretty much uh, as much as I love reality TV. Thank you, Bachelor. Okay. Like as much as I love all of those things, I can be multi-passionate and I don't have to focus on one or the other. It can be all and it can be changing. So give yourself some grace. Next question. Hey, I hope that you're enjoying today's podcast episode. Just a quick interruption to let you know that Golden Hour Drip has a weekly newsletter that comes out. This has bonus content, weekly updates, and future event information. If you haven't already, go down to the show notes, click the link, and join today. Now, back to the show. How did you know you were ready to get Botox? I'm thinking I want to get my first treatment. I'm 26 for reference. 
Botox. Okay, people have, um, you know, different opinions about this. And in my opinion, you're going to know when it's right for you, if at all it's right for you. And I think we compare ourselves too much to other people or it's, it's kind of like, um, a, you're either on this side of the line or that side of the line. I, I truly think that we need to stop giving so much control to other people on how we live our lives. And so the fact that you're questioning about this, like, and I'm thinking about getting my first treatment, like, how did you know when you're ready that, okay, so I'll share when I was ready. But usually when we're having any sort of conflicting, should I do this or should I not do this? It all boils down to how we're being perceived and what other people will think about us. So if you are, you know, on the edge of, should I get Botox? Should I get filler? Should I get nose jobs? Should I do anything to my body? It really first boils down to how you actually feel about yourself. Your external body does play a part in how you feel internally, but you think about when you were a kid, right? Like you usually had no concept on if you were ugly or not. And that's so horrible because children aren't ugly, right? Um, But you, like your dad or your mother said, you're a pretty princess. And you said, yes, I am. Okay. And it's not until we get older and we think, oh, like I could be prettier in this way or prettier in this way. Or, you know, someone said my eyebrows were so too thick or my hair was too mousy brown or any of these things. And we start to change things. Maybe we, um, you know, have brown hair all of our life and we get highlights. And then someone asks us, you know, oh, does the carpet, you know, match the drapes? And then you get embarrassed about that. Like it's about perception, not a true story. Maybe it is. I don't know. Like, it's just like people are so nitpicky about things in general and about our choices. But if you're in the line for coffee and the person in front of you gets a caramel macchiato, which personally I don't like caramel macchiatos, but let's say they do. And I am more of a traditional um, latte. Okay. I don't want vanilla in it. I just want a latte and I want my milk foam to be so foamy that like the first little part of the drink, like I'm talking two inches is foam. Okay. I love that. I love it. Why would I then complain to the person in front of me? Be like, ew, caramel macchiato. Like you should really try the latte. No, it's their choice. It's their opinion. So if you're worried about perception of others, um, then that it might be a deeper factor. In reality, you know yourself the best and it doesn't matter what other people think because it's if you're going to be happy with the results. Good thing is Botox only lasts like three to five to six months. It dissolves, it metabolizes from your body and you can decide, you know, one month you want to get some, not like the results and not do it for a while. Personally, it's been about probably, it's been since, I want to say November, since I last got Botox. Um, I am planning to schedule an appointment shortly, you know, but I, I wanted movement back in my face. And honestly, I got too busy to even go to the appointment. Um, I, I first got Botox at, I want to say 20, I was 24 
when I got my first couple units. I got nine units, three, three, and three in the middle of my forehead. Um, it's where I found the most. And you know what? I loved it. Okay. And it, I knew that from my heritage, right? I look at the other members in my family and they all have that um, very deep um, it's not even 11. It's kind of more scrunched than the 11 frown lines. Um, but I knew that I wanted to prevent that as much as possible. So I'm wearing sunscreen. I'm taking care of my skin. I'm using sieve. Okay. I love it's called it's sieve S I V. Okay. It is a spore bacteria that helps balance out leaky skin. It's super scientific. Okay. The founder is amazing, Isabel, 10 out of 10, okay? I've been using this product for like two months. I just got on a subscription. It's going to come to me monthly. It heals my skin so quickly. Like all these pimples that I've had from the flight, like I put that stuff on, reduces the appearance drastically um, for the next day. So XOXO, love it so much. That's just a side note. But I knew that this was something that my family members had struggled with. So I'm going to try my best to prevent that. And it's very personal. I think any sort of modification, beautification that you do for yourself, whether it's your hair or your nails or, you know, anything to do with your body, it is such an intimate thing and you shouldn't allow outside forces to influence you. So um, having, you know, the fear that someone is going to make fun of you for it, having the fear that they're not going to understand or they're, you know, might have an opinion. I will say the first time I got Botox, nobody could tell. And I, I would definitely do your research. I would go to someone who is trusted, um, checking out their before and after photos or finding if you can see anybody who has gone to it and get like a real life opinion. Um, you know, who have your friends gone to that opinion is good. Like, yes, they were a good doctor. No, they weren't a good doctor. Take it with a grain of salt. But usually that, that opinion is good. Right. Um, but you know, get some recommendations, figure out what's best for you. Take into consideration of what the, um, you know, doctor, med spa, whatever, um, says you can get different opinions, um, from different doctors going in, um, saying you want a light touch, building upon it. I mean, I, I knew that this was something that I would dabble in, right? Um, from a young age, I've always like, yeah, yeah. Um, I love beauty treatments. I, I love doing all of those things. So for me, it was like, ah, oh, no brainer. I'll probably get into that. Um, and then I, I knew I was just preparing for 25. Um, and I felt like anything preventative, uh, for 25 would be good. Some people think 25 is too young. Um, but this is coming from a girl who used cold cream at 14. So, um, I don't really care. And it is such a personal thing. And, you just have to decide what is right for you and how you want to move forward. And I truly would not let anyone influence if you should or should not get it. Um, and that goes for anything that goes for Botox, that goes for filler, that goes for, you know, ears or pinning back your ears or getting liposuction or whatever, dyeing your hair, platinum or bleaching platinum, whatever. Your body is a vessel, right? Like it is 
um, an extension of you. It is not your true core self. Um, so anything that you want to do or modify is, is perfectly good. Um, just remember that you have to like yourself internally first. Um, and then, you know, have fun with the rest of it. So, um, thank you guys for submitting questions. If you have a question that you'd like, um, to ask, you know, for a Friday segment of ask the gals, if you're watching on YouTube sound off below, or you can DM me on Instagram at golden hour drip. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope your Friday goes amazing and I will see you in the next one. Bye.